Well, welcome to the Life Pivoter video, website, podcast, however you're tuning in. Um, today we're looking at uniquely motivated. You are um, uniquely motivated in a different way to other people. We've looked at the gifts, the passions, uh, weaknesses and limitations, personality type, and the fifth of the five coordinates is motivations. And as I've said, these are not all things that will tell you exactly what you should do for the next 30 years, but they will help you uh, plot a trajectory, a plot point in your life to say, actually, I need to do more of this. Maybe I need to say no to these things. And if you can figure out the answers to all of those five questions, you will be, I believe, really moving in the right direction to answer that question. Um, how do I answer that question? What should I do with the rest of my life? How do you be you? How do you be completely authentic and turn up to your life as you rather than one of the scripts, one of those narratives, um, which maybe is causing friction? Um, so imagine a steam train. It's got the metal, it's got the, the driver, it's, it's got the rails underneath it. All of that is great, but without um, the, you've got the coal-fired boiler, but without that steam being generated, it doesn't move. And now I want to suggest that um, when it comes to, even if you understand your gifts, passions, weaknesses, personality, and you, you, you think you know those things, you, you will not act, you will not do anything about it if you're not motivated. Um, so motivation, um, you can read much about this, but I would suggest it's the gap between our intentions and our behavior. It's the bridge that links the person we want to be, the things we want to do and accomplish, and um, the actual activities of doing them. Um, the people who do that are motivated. Because it takes a lot of energy to, to do things. Um, to do life takes a lot of energy, but specifically in a life pivot, it takes a lot of energy. So motivation, in England we would call it um, the oomph spelled double or triple O-M-P-H. Um, I don't know, don't know if that's in, in the dictionary, but it takes a lot of oomph to change direction and um, do things. Um, and we're all motivated by very, very different things. Why is it important? I have a quote in this book by someone called Charlie Munger, who is a 94-year-old industrialist in, a, in America. And he said, show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. And it's this idea that we need an incentive like a carrot. Um, there, is, there are things that draw us in a certain direction. And he's talking as an industrialist, but people are motivated by often self-interest, even if those are really noble. I am self-interested to love this particular community, you know, that is still something coming from within and people that resonates. And he uses the example of a famous case study um, in, uh, in the business world of FedEx, who are the overnight delivery people. And a key part of their logistical problem, because there was the American Postal Service anyway, that took a bit longer, um, was that they had to deliver the next morning. Um, because if they couldn't do that, they didn't have a unique selling point. That was their proposition. Um, it's a more, way more expensive, but it will get there the next day. 
And in order for that to happen, the people who were unloading the planes and reloading the planes needed to do it in a very short space of time. Um, and they just weren't doing it at the time. The business was, was struggling. So they got all the foremen together. They brought some management consultants. They brought some new technology, faster conveyor belts, different types of robotic, um, you know, at the time machinery, all trying to make this turnaround faster. And it did not happen. Um, and eventually what they did is they tried to, um, a different tact, they just said to the individuals, okay, we're going to remove all this, all the clever clocks here trying to do this. And what we'll say is rather than, um, paying everyone by the hour, we'll just pay you per turnaround. Um, which means whether it takes you one hour or five hours, we'll, 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 we'll just pay you a fair amount for that. And guess what? The people on the ground knew the answers, they knew the blockages, and they suddenly realized that they could double their effective wage by just solving the problem, getting it done. And they had probably, as always happens in big organizations, been telling the management what should have happened. But literally overnight, um, they solved the problem because they were incentivized to um, go in that way. It's just stuck in my mind as a nice little story about just how powerful incentives are to outcomes and maybe that's true uh, for us in other ways so, th so there are diff different things that motivate us and what motivates your friends or family you need to be real about what motivates you it's challenging because um, it changes in different seasons of life what motivates you in your 20s when you're wanting to get on the housing ladder maybe start a family maybe buy your first car it might be more of a financial incentive but in different phases of life they will be motivated by community building motivated by power in order to influence things for the better there will be different things that motivate you so you need to revisit this in order to um, make sure you are um, being honest about what makes you what gives you the oomph. So the first one I've already mentioned is motivated by incentive, um, uh, normally a financial reward. It's not right or wrong, but that could be used in all sorts of really noble ways. But that is a, is a common one in the West, especially um, motivated by the need to achieve. Why do people climb Mount Everest? Is it for the view? Um, I expect it's for the sense of achievement, um, the respect of their peers, the feeling of doing more than they thought they were capable of. I saw my friend Andy yesterday, and he's an ultra marathon runner. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, he ran 127 miles in a day. And I was asking him, why? <laughs> and um, it is that sense of real achievement, of um, it, human potential uh, of the discipline of the training and the community that is built around people who are also pursuing those goals. Um, another motivation might be our fear and failure. Um, that is a, is a really deep one, but certain uh, sports athletes, I mentioned Andrew and Murray, um, having gone out in the early rounds of big um, Grand Slam tournaments, 
said, I never want that to happen again. And, and it is that memory of losing to someone he knew he could beat that caused him to dig deep um, in the training like never before and eventually win Wimbledon twice. Um, so um, that is the uh, fear and failure as a motivating source, uh, motivated by power. If you've watched House of Cards on Netflix, it's quite dark, <laughs> um, but there's a Machiavelli approach to power, and I think it was Lord Acton who said, um, uh, absolute power corrupts, the power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Um, it's seen in a negative light, where the ends justify the means, where you march over people because, because you can to get what you want. Um, however, I've met individuals and many famous individuals had power. Martin Luther King had power. Gandhi had power. Um, Nelson Mandela had power. Um, and that power was used to transform society for the better. So with proper accountability, with proper wisdom, power, um, can the motivation to have influence doesn't need to be bad. That influence can be to serve and to love community and individuals, to, to solve problems. Um, that is brilliant. Um, and so recognize that. Um, motivated by social and community connections. It's interesting how Facebook grew to 2.65 billion users in under 15 years. Um, because people want to connect with other people, whatever the ins and outs on the, um, you know, whatever happens in terms of the negative there, human behavior appears to be to feel connected. It's part of being human. Um, so there are a number of people who get involved with projects. You might be one of them where the main thing you do is you get to make friends, you get to know people, maybe you get to organize those communities and, and you really enjoy the, Feel the, the intrinsic reward, not the external reward, the intrinsic reward of just knowing that people are doing better because they're better connected, they have a support group. Um, motivated by learning and growing in competence. Um, a lot of people develop skills, even late in life, and just love learning. They're curious, they're lifetime learners. Um, so, so these are all sorts, sorts of um, things that motivate motivate different people. Um, you don't need to pick one of them. But then there is the big question of, well, what happens if I'm not motivated? And this conversation is something I've had in my own mind and I've talked to people about so much. Um, I want to be motivated, I'm just not. I don't have any oomph, I'm feeling a bit flat. Um, there isn't anything that's really making me want to get up early in the morning and do such and such. What do you do um, with that? Um, the first thing I might say is you're not alone. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, uh, many people go through those periods and you just, in those situations, you keep walking, you put one foot in front of the other. Um, but I would suggest in order to rediscover motivation, um, the best place to look is to rediscover your passion. Um, passion, all five of these things, like the Olympic rings, overlap in different degrees. Um, 
they are symbiotic. I think that only means two, but whatever the word is, word is for five, they interact dynamically with one another, the gifts, the passions, and when is something a gift? When is it a passion? Maybe, maybe they're linked. But passions and motivations, if you rediscover your, the things you really care about, you will have energy for those things. And it might be you're looking in the wrong places. I, I've said previously, haven't I, in these podcasts, that the danger with answering these five questions alone without people who really know you is we have blind spots and we can't see the secrets that are hidden in plain sight in front of our face. So we can answer these questions incorrectly based on false narratives, fictitious scripts um, about ourselves. But if you're able to really eventually answer that, what is it I really care about the most? The things that make me angry or excited or animated where um, then in those areas, you're, there's a, you will have a propensity to care more, to be, to be really motivated. So I recommend um, you revisit that chapter on uniquely passionate. So anyway, I hope that's been helpful. Um, and do subscribe to the podcast. Please share it if it's helpful. Uh, do email us around. I've um, posted this online for free. Uh, the, the whole chapter, uh, my motivation is to be helpful. Um, so have a wonderful rest of your week. Okay, bye-bye.